The Week in Doubt, episode 293. Hey everyone, I'm Phil Albertelli, the host of The Week in Doubt, a podcast for atheists, agnostics, and of course, whoever. Okay, so if you're a godless heathen like myself who revels in inappropriate humor and tends to binge watch irreverent atheist YouTube videos, then there's a good chance you've heard of Ezekiel 2320. Taken at face value, it's definitely one of the more lurid or salacious passages from the Old Testament. It's almost so absurdly sexually graphic that when you first hear it, you might be tempted to think that it's not an authentic Bible verse. But I assure you, it's the real deal. So, uh, you know, cover the kids' ears. She lusted after their genitals, as large as those of donkeys, and their seminal omission was as strong as that of stallions. <laughs> and that was from the NET, or New English Translation Bible, and that was sent to me uh, via Twitter by friend and listener Crocoduck. And although I had been aware of this particular chapter and verse for quite some time, he kind of inspired me to want to do a little episode about it. And he sent me a funny follow-up tweet. He was making the point that uh, it seems that the majority of translations pretty much have the same gist. Uh, but then the quote Crocoduck, I have to laugh at how the contemporary English version and good news translation have completely adulterated the text to make it mean something less quote-unquote naughty. So here's the contemporary English version. She eagerly wanted to go to bed with Egyptian men who were famous for their sexual powers. And then the good news translation. She was filled with lust for oversexed men who had the lustfulness of donkeys or stallions. And so, once again, for comparison, here's a couple of other versions. So, first, here's the King James Bible. For she doted upon their paramours, whose flesh is as the flesh of asses, and whose issue is like the issue of horses, the Christian Standard Bible, and lusted after their lovers, whose sexual members were like those of donkeys, and whose omission was like that of stallions. Yeah, so millennia before the internet, and apparently someone already had some kind of horse fetish. Uh, whatever you do, don't Google Mr. Hans. Uh, you'll be scarred for life. Uh, they made a documentary about it and everything. But on a serious note, even though I myself am a non-believer, I'm going to try to keep things intellectually honest here and be fair. Uh, I think sometimes when fellow non-believers focus on biblical passages like this, it's an attempt to kind of lampoon the Bible or shine a light on what they think may be salacious or immoral texts or passages within the Bible or whatever. But in fairness, in context, this is actually part of a, a parable or an allegory about two sisters, one named Ohola, probably butchering that, and Oholiba, and these two sisters represent the cities of Samaria and Jerusalem. And the text pretty much plainly states this earlier on in the chapter. So I'll read a little bit starting from verse 1. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, there were two women, the daughters of one mother. They played the whore in Egypt, they played the whore in their youth. There their breasts were pressed and their virgin bosoms handled. Ohola was the name of the elder, 
and Oholiba, the name of her sister. They became mine, and they bore sons and daughters. As for their names, Ohola is Samaria, and Oholiba is Jerusalem. Ohola played the whore while she was mine, and she lusted after her lovers, the Assyrians, warriors clothed in purple, governors and commanders, all of them desirable young men. And so it's pretty much, albeit admittedly, a very sexually charged uh, allegory, but an allegory nonetheless about Jerusalem and Samaria kind of wandering from God and becoming a little too familiar with these foreign cultures. And while I was researching this episode, I read an interesting article that was making the point that in ancient Hebrew culture, there was often a parallel drawn between the sin of idolatry and the sin of adultery. And that might explain the use of all this kind of sexual language. And so I'm quickly glancing at Wikipedia here. It seems to be backing up what I was saying. It says that Ahola and Aholiba are pejorative personifications given by the prophet Ezekiel to the cities of Samaria in the kingdom of Israel and Jerusalem in the kingdom of Judah, respectively. It says there is a pun in these names in the Hebrew. Ahola means her tent and Aholiba means my tent is in her. Sounds painful. But I get it. It's not that she has a tent inside her. Uh, <laughs> the show always finds its way back into the gutter somehow. But um, the guy is saying, inside of her is my, my tent because I enter into her or something like that. And wow, I can't believe how short this episode is going to end up being. It's been rather uncharacteristically concise, uh, you might say. I knew it probably would be on the short side, and I have to admit, even though I did my best to be fair, these kind of more lurid, strange, uh, kind of sensational little Bible passages are one of my guilty pleasures, and I, I just thought it would be a really fun little episode. So, you know, thanks for listening, or if you're on YouTube, for watching, and if you feel kind of robbed of content this week, uh, for you Patreon supporters... Uh, I'll be recording a, a Patreon bonus show later today, probably shortly after uh, I finish editing this. So you guys know the drill. Please like the Facebook page. You can follow the show on Twitter. If you'd like to support the show monetarily, you can do so by using the PayPal widget at the bottom of the Podbean page. There's all that alliteration. Or you can go to patreon.com slash theweekendout and support the show for as little as 99 cents a month. All right, brothers and sisters, until next week.